Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, it's Molly McAleer, and you are listening to Season 4 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Okay, you guys, tonight we are doing fatherly obsession. Father obsesh. Father obsesh. Okay, so Chris Farah, our guest tonight, who I've known for so long, and she's so the best, and I'm so excited to have her on this podcast, especially because she picked this movie. (laughs) I literally was like... Okay, I'm just going to let like her pick the movie because you're so funny. And I was like, you're going to find your own angle on something. And then you pick this movie. And then right off the bat, there's a, a curve right away, which we'll get to in a little bit. But right away, this was like the best movie you could have picked. I'm <laughs> so sure that there are people out here that know about it. This was also called The Landlord. This is a yeah. rare double title. Yeah. And I love that in a Lifetime movie. We also had um, Haley Duff do The Lease um, earlier this year. So I feel like The Landlord, The, the lease, lease, they give it away really easily yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. And then they take it back. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um, why did you make this movie? Well, first of all, you were like, give me three movie titles. And I was like, no need, Molly, when I found this one, honey. The lead character is a young, fresh girl from Bo Dunk, who knows, who mm-hmm. drives her pickup truck She's and her from cat. Like Missouri or something. Sure. To Los Angeles to pursue comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And Which is a brave, like, that is a very brave, brave instinct on behalf of the writer and also the network, because, like, everyone knows, like, On regular sitcoms, it sounds like people are written by stand-up comedians, right? So then (laughs) to write someone as a stand-up comedian within a show is a really hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did it in a very lifetime way. I want to talk about Wendy Liebman and did you... Is she did she did she consult on this? And I feel like she consulted on this to have her name in the movie or so something. Wendy Which went, by the way, Wendy Smart, person. smart and person who hosts comedy at Vitello's, which you might know as the place Robert Blake killed his woman. Right, ah! that's like a comedy show at El Coyote for sure. I mean, so here's my thing: is like, why was she? Okay, we'll get to this. But yeah. like, why was she in this movie? And I think that's our overall mystery to solve. <laughs> Because there's mysteries within the mystery. I do wonder. It is like an odd version of Larry King being in a real movie. Yes. Like whenever like he shows up or Nancy Grace shows up and you're like, oh my God, like I'm so in this movie. And like now here's Larry King. Like I really feel like this is real. 
Or like when Nancy Grace like cuts in, like yes. there's like a tr- like Nancy Grace whores herself up for these movies for well, sure. She needs the money. Um, but Wendy Liebman. I mean, did they did they try to get like Paula Poundstone beforehand? That was like what I was wondering a little bit, but then also I was expecting for like Wendy Liebman to make like a an appearance. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. Because we could have used some stand-up, actual stand-up in this film. Do you think they, like, trapped her by being like, yeah, we'll use your name, and we'll, like, do a scene. Show your website. Her actual website was shown. Yeah. And tickets to her concert and how great it was that someone had procured them. Mm. Wendy, this is no shade for you, honey. I'm just, I mean, I have no fans. But, like. (laughs) Okay, but I'm just saying, yeah. But, like, also, like, I don't know. Like, this is not a chic look. Maybe it could be though. Like maybe it's like I'm gonna go see Wendy Liebman. I don't know. This is like Chris Jenner. Like any publicity is good publicity, and like I don't know how many movies are also sending Wendy's. Right. Right. I mean, I will say this is that I don't know who she is off the top of my head. I knew the name. I was like, this seems like a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her name from something. Did she write on Ellen? Probably. I I ran through the you know little like Olympics of my head. I didn't know anything, um, but. Let's just like break into this. This is a great flick. You picked a great flick. <laughs> Thank you. That means no, so much it, to like, me. No, like honestly, like I'm a little bit electrified by it. I feel a little bit pumped up. Like I feel yeah. very good about it. This is actually something I should do more, which is that like I care way fucking less about something going into something. Like because this was a treat for me. Yeah. I love it when the guest picks a movie. Okay. So we open up on a bunch of tenants, crowded, okay, titles, fatherly obsession. Yeah. It looks like a lipstick. <laughs> like a lip kit, honey. Yeah. Oh my God, I would love a fatherly the obsession, obsession lip, lip kit. kit. Yeah. Wait, Sammy, cut that. We're going to brand it. Brand it. Fucking TM. Bye. <laughs> okay, so open up on a butt. Wait, can we literally, I'm going to see if there's a GoDaddy for fatherlyobsession.com. Okay, wait, hold on. Like also one of the reasons why I picked this film besides the fact that like, I like comedy. But by the way, go daddy, go da- fatherly obsession. obsession. I feel like cyclical. not bad about that. I'm, I'm obsessed with my daddy. Something. I feel not bad about that. <laughs> I don't. You shouldn't. Okay, so fatherly obsession. Fatherly obsession. Dot com exists, or even how about dot net. It's available. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. and... Add to cart. <laughs> Fatherlyobsession.com is available. I'm a fucking don- domain squad on that all day. I'm a big domain squatter. Ooh. That's my. Mm. I bet you can make I'm some good money. I'm disgusting, honey. I don't care. No. I like will squat on any domain. <laughs> yeah, to like kick you off with money. Yeah, that's Lots what I'm saying. Honey, if you are trying to buy Fatherly Obsession right now, we're going to tell you, do not come with an I just offer bought less fatherly. than 20K. Okay, wait, and by the way, my Honey um, app extender for coupons, it's like oh, kicking yeah. in right now. Getting <gasps> that. Promo code? Yeah, I'm getting the promo codes. All the best coupons for me. Let's see what's up. I wish they sponsored. Have you? No, they don't? No, they don't. You know, there's something on YouTube, Wiki leaks or wiki bites or something like that one of those things says it's kind of the same thing mm. they always like are on the top of all of my youtube videos I'm oh like, my oh god, god your item okay i literally babe i'm buying fatherly fatherly obsession. obsession.com literally go fuck yourself everyone do you think it's you like- guys are losers 
It has to be like um, it has to be something dark, but also something pouty, right? Yeah, well, I feel like fatherly obsession could be like the um, name for like a whole line. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And like it's like a blowjob, gross thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's gross, but like I feel like Kylie's in a recession right now. Oh, an well, emotional yeah. recession mm-hmm. that she's had to um, dilute Jordan from the brand. All her things are on sale. What money. do you feel? Okay, first of all, the latest news is that like Jordan's gonna like use the fact that she might have been drunk or blackout drunk uh-huh. or whatever and that was the reason why oh, and so like she's gonna go to rehab which is the same thing jesse's gonna do um mm. i don't know if we want to talk about this but i'm just saying it is the same should thing. i also register fatherlyobsessionlipkit.com or should i just do fatherlyobsession.com i mean i feel like i won <laughs> i think just fatherly obsession well like literally fatherlyobsession.com yeah we own Okay, I mean, I will and by send the way, you this is also swatches the tomorrow. in Toronto media or wherever the fuck it was this was licensed. Okay, Chris, literally. Is this LA? First I'm of all, tell you, know that this is LA. Honey, let's look at me. 5149. Okay, oh, yeah. it's done. Can I be honest? The fact that you didn't give me 49 is very honey, generous. 5149. And you know what, actually? Mm. <gasps> mm. What? We got to cut Sammy in on that 10%. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's coming from me, huh? Mm-hmm. No, 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 from both of us. We'll both. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll get four. I'll get five. But like, I'm telling, or that's nine percent. We'll figure it out later. I don't do math. Yeah, well, or like, we have lawyers. That's I don't even do, do basic math. But um, yeah, we all probably actually have the same lawyer, which is the craziest part of all. <laughs> this honey Hollywood. Okay, we're incestuous. Oh. Um, but. What do you think of Kylie and Jordan, et cetera? Okay, so Kylie and Jordan, I think that everything is obviously staged because the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians comebacks like March 31st or whatever. I agree with that. And I think Kris Jenner is like the smartest person in the whole world. And I think she's probably pissed at the Jesse Smollett thing for taking some of her thunder and the Oscars. Mm. I feel like she was like, I'm going to come up with the Oscars and have a thing. And then like didn't have, you know. But having said that, I feel like, look, Kylie cheated with Tyga or whatever, and Chloe cheated uh, with Tristan the against his baby mom. The whole family's a fucking mess. Of course. Like, if so we're going to go back to Jordan, that, she's then... just been watching you the whole goddamn time get more and more famous with more and more cheating. So, I mean, she just t- tried it. I mean, I guess in a in a weird way, I feel like they're like, we can try it, but you can't. And yeah. like, I understand like them being like, there's a rule here, which is disgusting and it's not right. But, but it's it. like, you have to pick a lane. And, like, to that, I will say, I feel like Jordan fucked up her life. Oh, yeah. For good. Do you think that Kylie's not going to take her back? Multi, multi, multi. I mean, okay. I think Kylie wants her back. Kylie has no friends. I believe the theory. Kylie never had a chance at friends, like, ever. And, like, I feel that sucks, but, like, she truly was famous by the time she was 11. True. And, like, she knows she does not like Kendall. She does like Chloe, but, like... Right. She and Kendall are estranged. Everyone likes Chloe. That's the problem, is that, like, Jordan picked the one sister yeah. no one wants you to fuck with. Everyone yeah. wants Chloe <gasps> to win. If Jordan had hooked up with Ben Simmons or someone that Kendall was dating... It no would one not have even a shit. Kylie would have been like, good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. everyone wants to call Kendall and her shit. Because yeah. they're like, you're mean. Yeah. Like, you're fucking random. Yeah. Like, you don't hang out. I think the deal is that Kendall truly is a Jenner. Yes. And like, she like 
like runs with that flock, man. Like she runs. truly, go- she's with them, bitch. Yeah, she runs just like her flies, daddy did. and she like does etc. So that said, I feel like this sucks. It sucks. This is the worst thing that could possibly happen to a person. I have actually said to my friend, my friends, all my friend, my friends all week. I'm like, can you imagine the scenario? In which, like, you could be hurt this badly. It's very rare. Where it's like, you not only fuck over your best friend, but you fuck over, like, the weakest link in their family, who's a new mother, who's already been tried out in the public. I will say, though, with that, like, I I won't deny that I think Jordan had a part in it, because she uh, allegedly all this happened for a month. Like, a whole ass yeah. month. Mm-hmm. And that could be Chris dropping it the same way that she dropped Tristan like a month after he cheated on her via TMZ. Chris allegedly is like in control of what TMZ posts about their family. Completely. I mean like her and Harvey. But the thing about that is I've heard two stories about the one month thing. One is there's no way that could have happened because Kylie and her were so close. And I... I mean, that was like, <clears throat> I believe that. Kylie and her were like aunties, well, were like raising that, that baby. Like, you say goodnight every night. Like, no, I mean, Jordan they don't never even have goes to say out. goodnight every night because it's literally like, mm, bye, bitch. She's like, probably sleep so together. They sleep like, in the in same a, bed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not and like lovers. Says Travis lives on the other side of town. Yeah, so, that, like, Jordan it's was like, raising that baby. Right. <laughs> you sure. know? Sure. Right, like Jordan was raising that baby Stormy and so like they spend every waking moment Stormy. together. She's her like Stormy's actually like the name has grown on me a lot. Way more than Tree will ever grow on me, especially knowing what right. I do know about that situation. Stormy is so there's such a sweet name and that is the cutest fucking baby. Oh yeah. I would snatch Stormy oh, out of the grocery so store if I saw her. Yeah, absolutely. And you know she's gonna be like so sweet. Like, True is going to be bossy as fuck. True already has a little bossy nature to her. Dream's already bossy. Saint is a pacifist. North is yes. bossy. I want to see what Shy's up to. I know. Shy, Shy seems around. like a fucking amoeba to me. Yes. Like, where is she? going to fall. I don't she know. She just falls in. Yeah. And then who's this other baby they're having? I'm like, I'm my, my Nana, like, driving through town and my, like, fucking Oldsmobile. Like, who's this? Like, no. It's a but, boy, like, right? Who's the other baby they're having? I don't know. I think it is. Is it the same surrogate, you think? Oh, I don't know. I hope it is. Like, I like that lady. I don't know why I like her other than she gave a beautiful baby. Yeah. But, like, I do. They treated her well and she treated them well. Shy is the most gorgeous baby. Yeah. Shy. That's what I was going to say. I think Shy is the prettiest of all of the second generation. It is hard, too, because I think about this a lot. And this is, by the way, guys, all off topic, but it will be kind of on topic because this we'll is a around. familial podcast here tonight with fatherly obsession. But I do always think about how weird it will be to like grow up knowing that your entire female generation, the matriarch, has all gotten the matriarchy has all gotten plastic surgery. Yeah. Like how weird is that to grow up that you're like mom hated her face? Let me tell you, I hope my mom doesn't care. My mom got a nose job Mm -hmm. and my grandmother on my dad's side got a nose job. 
And my grandmother was old. I mean, she's old. And I found that out way later in life. So you didn't know what was in the mix. No, I had no idea. Right. You didn't know what was in the mix. Yeah. And my mom once told me, and this is so horrible. I think I have like a broad nose. I'm Arab because you don't know. You're not looking at me. But like my mom used to always say, you got a smaller nose unlike other Arabs because I got that nose job when I was 13. Oh, my mother so thought she, that she... No, at 13, she got a nose job? She got... A, whatever. She, I think so. Something like that. I don't know. It was Damn. weird in Michigan. There was... They, there was some stuff. Whatever. But anyway, I think that she thought that, like, somehow the ge- her, like, cells then took in that nose. And by the time she gave birth to me, they thought that, that nose was like, part of her. That it informed that. Yeah. And by the way, I had my dad's nose. Right. <laughs> but I'm right. just saying, I wonder, like, what these kids... Are, that's what, like you're gonna know what they look like, like. Kylie said when when um, Stormy was born, she did a video with Jordan. And I saw it; it was on Vogue, and it was like answering questions with Kylie Jenner. <laughs> and she was like, "I'm glad Stormy got her dad's lips." Like, yes, I saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, and it's like also you don't know like all baby lips are fat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all baby lips are like little chubby little like. Well, we don't know what I mean. Maybe Kylie's were seriously like an equal sign. Yeah, and you know what, though? She still was pretty. Like, it's tough. Like, when you're born in a family, like, because by the time we even saw Kim and Courtney, they were already surgically altered. Like, we have no idea what they were all dealing with from the get-go. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into fatherly obsession. (laughs) So we open up um, on a bunch of tenants in a crowded hallway (gasps) of a building that's on fire. A woman named Helen, she's in charge of the whole situation. She knocks on a door for Miss Lynch. Um, We're going to find out Megan Lynch, whose apartment is on fire. There's no fire, actually, when she gets inside. Mm -hmm. It's just a burning dinner. It's like a burning plate of meatballs, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. like a very single woman's dinner. Donna, um, the Link other cuisine. neighbor, is appalled by this. Yeah. Uh, Helen senses that there's something wrong, calls for Megan. Sure enough, Megan is dead in the bathtub. Looks like a suicide. Looks like a wrist slash Yeah, moment. not like a Whitney, but like a wrist. So we come up on the city and land in a motel room where a young woman is talking to her cat. She clearly lives in this motel. Yeah. Like, yeah. by the way, okay, so she's, uh, we find out she's a young, starting out, struggling performer we don't know what yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she has a um, show she's like jody give me strength for my show she's turned over this motel room she's decorated her it so she's been there for jody like jody areas <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wish i honestly wish <laughs> at first i was like jody high roller i was thinking of riffraff the whole time but now that i'm recording this i'm like i'm, I'm in my zone jody areas absolutely so okay so let's um go to a few seconds of the song they're playing before we find out yes. what our person the music of this living, movie our opening act you know she's a stand up now it's 232 to 529 no wonder i'm single okay uh, so uh, I want to let you all in on a little secret. Woo! I love secrets. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, uh, my secret is that this is my first time on stage. <laughs> I've been doing comedy for a while now. You can see some of my work on YouTube, Facebook, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are on Tinder. <laughs> Woo! Okay, look, uh, 
sir. Obviously, you're very excited that a woman is giving you this much attention. <laughs> but uh, just have some fun, okay? I'm about to reveal some very interesting things about myself. Like, I am from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh. I know what you're thinking. Shut up. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I moved to L.A. because there was a, a weirdo who wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, I had a legitimate online stalker. Uh, wait, you're not him, are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. How long have you known him? You trust him? He's actually my husband. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> uh, just for fun, can I uh, look through your phone, sir? Um, I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah. What, do you got a data or something? <laughs> what have you got to hide? Yeah, honey. Are you out of data or something? Yeah. Like, so we find out later on that this actually is the crux of, like, her entire routine. Is, like, taking someone in the audience's phone. Yes, because she has no routine. And that's, like, um, such a huge leap of trust for anyone. <laughs> I, like, if anyone asked me that ever, even if I was with them for, like, five years, I'd be like, are you fucking insane? Yeah. No. No. There's passcodes. There's Facebook. There's like, now you can't even know what your thumb. There are so many things also, like, just whatever. As, as a realistic person, as a realistic stand-up comedian, you cannot bank on that. How dare you, like, bank on people giving you their phones? That's why people do, like, audience work that's simple shit. Like, where are you from? Because people are going to say something and you have to make a joke, about it, a joke out of that. But you can't, like assume people are going to give you your phones a and b you'll get into them and then c there'll be anything there right and then also if there is anything there that it's like within the realistic expectation of an audience member to get involved on that level like right like okay so like not only are we here but i'm gonna post your semi-nude pic like this guy like she fully posts a picture of this man in his underwear on the screen and like granted his girlfriend's like yes he sent it to me but like the whole thing is like I think that's his wife. It's just this like it's that like it's not anti comedy, honey. It's not like that new anti comedy that they all talk about. <laughs> it's just like not comedy. It's so just it's not funny. It's relationship commentary comedy where it's like She like tries to break up their marriage. Makes me want to die. No, I mean if like, I was there. I, it's why I don't watch shows. Like <laughs> It's horrible. That's why I live in the world of Real Housewives where, like, people like Ramona Singer, like, give me the tea on what it's like to be in a relationship, to hook up, to have fun. I love that they said Tinder in this. I will give them credit on that. That is very... um, They didn't say Hinge, though. It's internet renaissance for lifetime. Okay, yes, Okay, this is very good for them. Um, Um, But why did she say... Why didn't she say Data. Because, like, she's trying to, like, do a 1998 diss on him. Because do you remember, like, when poor people could only buy their, like, phone... Yeah, but, Not, like, um, when I, isn't, when I Dada, isn't Dada people, or whatever, I mean, like, like do you remember when the phone... Data? Is- you, data. Data. Whatever. It's a, That is an interchangeable term. Is depending it? Depending on data and data, yeah. For, for, for phones? I feel like no one says data for phones. So really I think, I think data and data are, are the same two, thing. Are two different ways of pronouncing the same. I yeah, know, but idea. I feel like data is so like you're like you it's know data. See, it's data and data. Well, whatever the pull point of data, the story is, she, 
Data. Data, data. and data. I want data her to say data. data. She didn't say data. No, That's what I want my data. point is. But like this is all all of this said is that she's basically calling him a poor person. Yeah. Which is like And then she's going to try and break up her mar- his marriage right now. I think we should also include that in like the limitations of this is 2017 when most people have unlimited data plans. Yeah. So, data? What do you call it? Data? Yeah. Data. I call it data. For your phone? Data plans. A data plan? I don't know. Oh. Like interchangeably. It's like PTN Truly I thought that it was okay. I, I, I really was putting my horse and carriage behind the fact that everyone would say no, data. But I'm from the East Coast where it's like where I say aunt. Well, that's just classy. Yeah, aunt versus aunt. Do you say aunt? I know. Yeah, yes, but I'm not classy. Yeah, I'm, I'm But the, no, it's not even classy. It's like it's just Aunt like sounds a, so much better than aunt. Aunt. Also, I feel like a lot of black Americans say auntie. Auntie, yeah, that's a southern thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go more on to this. <laughs> um, so let's let's continue the set. We got to continue yeah, our set. Here. Yeah. He gives the phone out. Everyone's very happy, including his wife. Okay, how did I know your screen would be cracked? <laughs> okay, let's see. Nice anniversary pictures. What a gentleman. You took her to a bed and breakfast. Okay. Oh. Hey, Jim, I airdropped you a picture. Can you put it up on the screen, please? <laughs> what are you, a politician? Yeah. Who'd you send that to? Me. He only said that to me. He was I, away I, on business. I, yeah, we don't, we don't need to give them exposition. Why? It's just, cute. Uh, I think it. really... it's cute. We think it's cute, right? <laughs> All right, come get your phone. You've been a good sport. Everyone give them a round of applause, please. All right, you guys have been great. Um, I'm Alyssa Haroldson. You can follow me at All Hair, three L's. Uh, thanks so much. That's my time. Thank you. Okay, so I think that basically, like, they had to. I'm gonna look up all hairs dot like all hairs on Twitter, but I'm guessing that what happened was essentially they couldn't reserve the name A L L hairs, and they wanted to be realistic about it, or just not give someone a bunch of new followers for no reason without, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Okay, so there's no account under that. Should we register that domain as well? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Or that Twitter. Can we just get that Twitter going up? But that said, like, okay, so this is a lot. Like, she moved to L.A. She's living in a motel. She doesn't have a day job. She's doing stand-up comedy part-time at this bar. It is a weak set, to say the least, which is not to, like, you know what? If this woman came here and she was working as a secretary and she was, like, breaking in, like, in her free time, if she was, like, came here and was doing the grassroots moment, great. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is very bold of her to rely on this for, as a career. Yeah, when and, she could be doing something else, like acting, because she's too pretty. Or yeah, she is very pretty. 
Um, she's like Diana Argon and Whitney Port to me a little. She has a little bit of something going on. Like okay. she definitely looks like a celebrity from different angles for sure. Yeah, in a kind of like a pretty white girl kind of way that you looks kind of like everyone. Her name's Molly McCook, by the way. Yeah, and so she, close to your name. She works. So she's uh, on Last Comic Standing or Last Man Standing. <laughs> she also was on what were we talking about last night? Last Man Standing, and she also did. <sighs> God, I want to say like psych or something. Yeah. This girl works, though. I will tell you, she works. Yeah, and she works. it seems like to me, honestly, this is a girl that gets tossed around during casting season like nobody's business. Like, oh, yeah. She goes to every pilot. Uh-huh. She hasn't landed it yet. It hasn't worked out yet. She goes to producers for, yeah. But she's like the she Jennifer tests. Aniston of her world. So, like, she's yes. like, okay, she gets cast in two pilots a year and none of them get picked up. Like, yeah. that is her, 100%. Yeah. She's great. I like Molly McCook. She's good. And this is not an easy task that she's been handed, which is to take something that's like mildly written, non-stand-up comedy, audience work, like rom-com, Sex and the City rip-off type shit. Okay. Yeah. And like she's made into, she like, I wasn't like totally as I wasn't cringing as hard as I could have. Uh, you know, I wasn't cringing at her, her actual like, performance of this is she's very cool and confident you know like she's very like i'm up here yeah it's my first time can i see your phone i mean you know like she's like hi you know but also like it's not her first time like maybe her first time in la but this woman moved to la not having ever done stand-up comedy once yet she hasn't established youtube and like it doesn't make sense to me. Was fully. she a Vine star? And then, like, after Vine went down, she, she came to LA. She basically was like, check me on my socials. Like, I haven't, like, and that said, like, girl, like, you you just moved to LA, like, with nothing. Pick up and, truck, like, a cat. Because it's not like she's a Vine star and that she's moving here with, like, you know, making even, like, 5,000 a Vine. Like, right. she is nothing. Nothing. So... She's living in a fucking motel, which I'll tell you is like white knuckling it through LA, like nobody's business. Like yeah. that is white knuckling it like a fucking heroin addict that yeah. has like thirty six days left. Yeah. So um, basically, she walks up to the bar after her set. The bartender's like, "Great job." She sees um, a guy get a drink thrown right in his face. He introduces himself. His name's Oliver. Um, she's like, "Why do you know my name?" Because he follows her outside. And yeah. she's like, he's like, you said it three times from the stage. And I don't know your social media, you dumb bitch. I guess so. But like, this is his first time meeting her. But he they, like overheard her in the stand up club. Like, I would, I also would be confused. I'd be like, why do you know my social? This is my first time ever doing stand up. But it also hints that maybe she has a little paranoia, you know, for some reason. Maybe she doesn't want people to know her name, or why would so why would someone know her name? You know, right, there's that. She did have a stalker issue. We'll learn about that. We will learn about that. <laughs> so he's like, listen, I do real estate part time. I would love to like have you come check out the place I live in. The landlord, he's a little bit sketchy. He's very picky. But when he goes with someone, he goes with someone. This is the best building in town. You can't beat it. So you and I both live in Los Angeles. <laughs> She's living at, I would say, like, <laughs> literally Sunset and Western. Yes. Like, in that motel, like, yeah, right there. Exactly. And he's moving her to, like, an all-amenities, like, amenities jizzed out for days, like, gym. Modern. Cool. Key like, key pads, pads everywhere. Ops. Like, you, can, you can't. 
key fob in Santa Monica yeah. or something like that, right? Like it's West. They say West Side, but they keep going we to have lunch. buildings like that in Glendale. Honey, I know you do, <laughs> but they keep kidding. saying West Side. I'm just kidding, okay. but no, this is like literally. This is some East Side like thirty five hundred dollars a month shit that she rolls up to. No, baby, they say West Side. Yeah, they so do. That's they what I'm say, saying. Oh yeah. So like when and then How they also keep cost? showing like Santa Monica like the like the like like wherever those fish tacos are. Oh, How much God. do you think that would cost like okay. for a one bedroom spacious like that? Like that? On the, on the West Side. Oh yeah. I'll give you a number right now. 6500. <laughs> 6500 <laughs> for that. Okay, wax. But for that apartment with that's like, nothing. I mean, that's like, that's no apartment for all that money. I mean, this is a very intense market right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just and saying. And the West Side is always okay. very Let's competitive. The oh, West okay. Side is where everyone moves when they move to LA. Like, especially if you're from Boston, you move right to the West Side. You go to Sunny McLean's, the fucking Irish, like, Boston bar. Like, people like to. That's where fucking Whitey Bulger was hanging out. Like, if you move to L.A. and you're, like, from anywhere but, like, literally the in the actual ocean, you're probably moving to Santa Monica. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, here, we're by the beach. Like, there's this, there's that. And it is true. Like, it is good to live by the beach. It's great. Healthy. It's healthy. And it's fun. And it's, like, you can just go and there's this, like, escape but there is all these like there's all these hidden costs that come with it because like being in LA, going to the beach, it's not cheap. Like it's none of it's easy or cheap. Especially Where I her. live, honey, that's a two and a half hour drive to yeah, Malibu. Yeah, yeah. But like like where these people are living, it's like Manhattan Beach, Venice, and it's still really expensive. Very expensive. She can literally afford like two hundred and fifty dollars a month with the cat deposit included, and this apartment is so crazily over what she could ever afford or even think to afford like she i mean she deserves what's coming to her because of it and she's being friendly with him and being like oliver go back and apologize to that girl who threw their drink in your face like she's really sweet so she's like trying to friend zone him but like also there's some intrigue yeah there's a little sass so back in the motel that she lives in Alyssa's like trying to go to sleep and she hears like someone trying to break in essentially yeah and she starts to freak out. She calls 911, and like the guy's like, Hey, can I help you? 911, like, what can I, how can I hook you up? Kitchen 24. Like, literally, <gasps> I'm being very casual, but like, that's what it felt like a little bit. And then she's like, mm, I don't know. I'm gonna like check the door. And she's being completely silent. And the guy's like, Hi, 911, can I help you? Where are you at? And she's like, I feel like I'm getting broken into. And then she's like, totally silent. It's the most awkward 911 call because, then he's like, like, yeah. Like, talk the person through it or shut up. Or, yeah, or tell her what's happening. And then this 911 phone call is like, I see that we've gotten a lot of 911s from this number before. So, this is the other thing. This is to me a drop plot line because we never come back to like her number being hacked by multiple people and she's calling from a cell phone. Yeah. So, when they're like, we're getting multiple calls from this line, I'm like, well, then that would be like the main hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's dark and desperate, but like basically, it's a fake out. It's just a guy, a drunk guy down the hall looking for his wife. He's like, "Honey, I mean, who knows what his relationship to her is?" But yeah, he's like, "Honey, I, I love my wife." 
<laughs> and like that is so real in terms of staying in a hotel where you're like, I think someone's trying to kill me. And it's always just someone down the hall. Not to like invalidate anyone's experience being like held up in a hotel. But 99.9% of the time that anyone's ever harassed me in a hotel, they were just trying to get in their friend's room. Yeah, exa- I feel the same way. Yeah. So she's like, I need to call Oliver. Her eyes zoom in on the card. So um, they're at the building. Um, the amenities are insane. Ugh. There's like a big pool, big gym. Damn. It looks like a fucking, like there's probably a juice bar in that shit. Yes. A Starbucks in the lobby. So he tells her that Robert can be really judgy. Robert is like the landlord, essentially. He's like the, Helen, his sister, is like some role in the building, possibly the owner. But then Robert's like the. Handyman or whatever, like the manager slash. He's like the, the in between man. He's the middleman. Like he's the one that has to say yes. And then Helen's the one that has to deal with Robert's yeses. Yeah. But then he also has to go fix things when people are locked out of shit. Allegedly. Or Robert's just a fucking nosy little boy. Like mm-hmm. I would have to say that 99% of the times that Robert came around, he was just being a nosy little, little boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. So Helen arrives. We find out. So it's Robert and Helen, brother yeah. and sister. Um, we find out Robert's really hard to impress, but Helen arrives and he tells her, um, he's like, you know what? Robert will fill you in. I have to run. So Helen does like a cursory approval. And then Robert and Helen, um, they seem like, they seem to really like her. Okay. Helen yeah, says easily. her brother Robert will show their place. Robert is a full fucking creeper. He has a vibe. It's yes. like, Ted um, McGinley. Wait, what? Ted McGinley from married with children fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is my fault. Wait, he's in man, right? Men or no ma'am. Yes. That was Al Bundy's group against women. Yes. No ma'am. Second husband of the neighbor. (laughs) The first husband. Al Bundy literally had a group against women called called No No Ma'am that met in his garage. (laughs) That was on TV when not even like when I was a kid. No, ma'am. Yeah. That was 30 years ago. Guys, not even. 30 years ago, there was a show on TV where a guy held an anti-women meeting in his garage, and it was a sitcom that was celebrated on the level of Roseanne and extended for possibly even longer. Yeah, I would just say, you said 30 years ago. I'm like, is it? Is it 30? I feel like it's 20. I mean, like... I'm 35. I feel like it went until I was, like, probably 10 or 11. Oh, I didn't... God, Mary with Children was a juggernaut. I mean, they just kept... I mean... And it's, like, a hugely syndicated sitcom. But I don't think as much anymore. And it's also so dirty. Like, it's so dirty. Like... When I go back on the old videos of Christina Applegate being like, I felt like I was a real pioneer, like doing this show. My mom and I thought it was filthy and we just did it anyway. Like I was like at the time, I think maybe four or five years ago when I was rewatching those interviews, I was like, good for her. Like, go get it, girl. And then like rewatching it recently, I was like, why was this show even made? Like this man literally had meetings called No Ma'am, which is an acronym that I can't remember. And it was all, like, a bunch of, like, alcoholic guys sitting around a cooler shoe, shoe talking salesman. about all the, re- <laughs> all the reasons <laughs> why women were a danger to society. They're incels. Yeah. They're incels. They've been red-pilled. Meanwhile, like... The- I want to be red-pilled. Really? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe for a day. Oh, my God. If I could be, like, Freaky Friday with a red pill, I would love that. I like to Freaky Friday with 
I mean, I'd Freaky Friday with Chicago West. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Then I can find out everything. You just be a full baby. Well, if you be a baby and get, but like, but have the intellect to like start to like absorb some shit. Because then, like, if you're anyone, if you Freaky Friday with another Kardashian, then like, they're going to ask you questions at some point and you'd be like, yeah, I'll go to that person's house. I don't know where that person lives. You know, like, I feel like they're all sketchy and play dumb all the time anyway. Oh, where does Carly live again? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. Like, it's just, like, that sort of, like, fucking bold confidence that, like, really mean people have. I mean, like, literally, this was two weeks ago, I would have said Jordan. (gasps) Yeah, I'll just live in that mansion with Kylie and not have to do anything. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Way to ruin your life, bitch. I mean, you have one job. Fatherlyobsession.com. So, um, Robert's bragging about the place to her. He... Finds out that Alyssa, um, she doesn't like elevators. She's going to take the stairs up to the place when she's checking it out. Don't worry. We'll never find that, a reason why. I, mother. I mean, like, there's no rhyme or reason for her not liking elevators. Mm-hmm. No. no don't worry. They'll never she be She just explained. doesn't like it. Don't worry. We'll, like, deal with that in movie number four. So um, a neighbor stops her. A neighbor we never see again, by the way. Like, I love this day extra that had, like, three lines. Yeah. I'm so happy not for Katie- her. That lives upstairs. It's just like some nice woman doing laundry. She's doing laundry and she's like, hey, why aren't you taking the elevator? She's like, I like to take the stairs. She's like, I'm going to 2013. She's like, oh, 2013. So we know something happened in 2013. Yeah. And I could have guessed that based on the fact that it was 13. Also, we could have guessed that based on the fact of the opening scene. Oh, true, true life. So the door is locked um, on the second level. And so she's like, oh, wait, I have to go back down to the ground level. I lived in a building like this, so I related very much to her Where's journey. your fob? She needed her fucking fob. And then Robert and Oliver come out. And Oliver comes out first, and he's like, come check out your apartment. Yes. So, like, he's like, I've been talking with Robert low-key. I'm like, this is your apartment. Like, that's the implication. Yes. Like, he just gave her permission. We still will never know how much this apartment's supposed to be. They never talk numbers. And we'll also never know, like, what Oliver's real cut or role was supposed to be. I 100% in this in this movie thought that he was going to be integral to, like, inter- no, integral to... No, now I just think he was, like, a fucking ignoramus. Yeah. Like, I think that he was just like, okay, totally, yeah, like, I'll fucking bring anyone in here. It felt like the screenwriter like set him up and then was, was going to make a decision at the end of how to deal with him and then just got lazy and was like, eh, I'll just make him a love interest. And also, like, he's cute. Oh, hot. He's not a bad person. Not at all. Like, he does, ha- he's like cute in the way he handles certain things. So it's like good for him. And he's just a normal man, honey. Like, when he gets revved up to get to like, to like, <laughs> have you. sex. <laughs> I love you. I was like, he's a normal man, honey. Like, you know, he makes mistakes, honey. Like, she gets him revved up, and then, like, and so when she leaves him, and some other girl's like, hi. Hi. He's like, well, my dick hard. And by the way, who is she? Like, we'll never know who she is. Well, we, like, where do they, yes, we will. What, well, okay. So the apartment, uh, we find out the apartment comes furnished. Anything and anything, anything all and all she wants is hers. It's so all like, West Elm. I mean, it's so like. I know. This, like you said, this apartment with the furniture is like 12000 And then when they were like, if you want anything, you can like take it. If you don't want it. And I was like, I imagine her being like, can you take this one armchair out? Like, yeah. I was like, 
there's no way this woman has no judgment like on what like she's like me like where I'd be like oh I'll take like 17 chairs in this one room because like she came from a fucking motel like this woman draped at her motel with like fucking like there was like everything there was tapestries hung there was a microwave there was like a whole lifestyle set up for her in a motel let alone when they give her all this free furniture who knows so um, Oliver says um, he's got a new appointment now. Robert's going to have to finish up all of this for all of them. Robert asks her what she really thinks of the place. She wants to know more about the last tenant because they find out the last tenant, she died in the building. Yeah, they actually, that is something that he is legally bound to say. And the, one of the legal, legal things that happens that is true to life is that he does tell her that someone died in the apartment. But here's my thing is that like in an apartment, I don't think you're legally obligated to say that. In the house, I know you are. Like, if you're going to buy a house and someone died in it, you have to say that. But I don't think you legally have to say if someone died in an apartment you're moving into. I guess I... You're right. I always... You're right, it's a house. And then I just, like, push that over to apartment. Because also, like, no one would ever live in L.A. (laughs) if people didn't die in their apartments. (laughs) Most people do die in their apartments. Yeah. Like, truly. I know. Think about it. Bye. I don't want to. Thank you. So, um... (laughs) I know. It's my biggest fear. I think about it all the time. Well, so, at least you live in a house. I I think that's worse. I actually don't know what's better. I'm dying in a house is 100% better than dying in an apartment. Okay, we'll talk about it. But, like, bottom line, I just don't want Wags to ever see me dead. Okay. <laughs> I can't want to talk about that. <laughs> so, Robert <laughs> asked her what she really thinks of the place. Blah, blah, blah. We did that. We did that. We did that. Okay. Um, oh, he says that he can start her, start her off on friends and family discount. She's yes. Like, Why would you do that? And he's like, you know what? You remind me of my daughter, Janie. She's in college. She's at college now. Yeah. Janie. Okay, so remember that name, honey, because it's going to come back to haunt you. So he's like, what are you going to do? It's the most secure complex on the west side. He'll make sure that she's treated like his own daughter. Let's play 1557 to 1935. The keys... To your new castle. Ah, great. You know, I think I forgot to mention there's an emergency button on here. I know you're concerned with safety, so you press this from anywhere in the complex and the police will be called. I've fallen and I can't get up. What? Oh, it's from an old commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's funny. Can I uh, help you carry some things? Oh, sorry. I'll get her. You can just get the suitcase and the flowers. <laughs> oh, oh, some flowers. Yeah, I love fresh flowers. They can make a morgue seem cheery. Well. Um, not that this is a morgue. I'm, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Security cameras. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we have them strategically located throughout the property. Say cheese. Cheese. You had a cat named Jody. I used to have a fish named Dave. Oh. <laughs> he was... Would you just just get off my back about it? That's all. I hope we're not interrupting something. Thanks, honey. Hi, Robert. Hello. Hi. Hi. Wrong phone. Well, shall we 
move you in. Yeah, please. Hey, how about I put these in water? I have a vase in the car. There's one in the kitchen. You know that couple, Katie and Adam, that you met? They're your upstairs neighbors. They've uh, been trying to get pregnant for a few years. No luck yet. You sure know all the dirt. These are all public knowledge, I assure you. The real secrets, I can keep to myself. Well, we should have remembered that. <laughs> you want me to uh, go get the rest of your things? No, 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 I'll go get them in a second. I'm going to get Jody acclimated. Um, but thanks so much for your help so far. Oh, it's my pleasure. Look, I didn't tell you this, but... One of the reasons I moved to L.A. was to get away from a stalker. Really? Yeah. He found out where I worked in Jackson. Sent me something disturbing. And I packed for L.A. that night. I've changed my number like five times, but he always seems to find me. It's no use. I just know that nobody gets in or out of this building without me or my sister Helen knowing about it. You're safe here. Thank you. Okay. I'll let you get settled. And if you need anything, please call me. I will. Okay. Take care. You too. Why isn't she like, how am I getting this apartment for so little? Uh, there's right, a Joey. lot of questions that she's not asking. Come on. She's this... willfully, willfully ignorant. Yo, yeah, yeah. Come on. I hate to say this. She deserves this. What do you think? It's it is kind of like what do you think? she needs to ask more questions. Yeah, she's learning a lesson, honey. Okay, so can we talk about like okay, we so can talk about Robert everything. is like a like a daddy. Mm-hmm. flirty type yeah. guy like mm-hmm. it's he's an uncle daddy uh-huh where it's like okay like where are you coming in on this radar exactly exactly like he he's could ask us in our like but then he also does like jesus he does like prayer hands he's very like he does like very like christian sort of like um uh telecaster sort of like type dudes like where he's just like he seems very spiritual in a way. Yeah, and that only makes him creepier. Which makes him like a daddy, but then like also like where are you coming in on this flirtatiousness? And then, okay, so like let's just say you and I don't know anything. Okay. If, you, if you and I were you and I when we first watched this movie, what would you think Helen is like in relation to him? I'd Nothing, be, basically? I'd be like... How weird that they cast his mom to be like a lady that looks roughly his age. Right. Yeah, I I agree with that. I kind of just assumed she was like a passive, like almost like basically like he was the problem and like she was going to just like handle like sort of the business end of it and deal with his issues later. Yeah. But no, that's not the case. So Robert, we find out later goes on. To sit at a computer in, like, a mock bedroom. Yes. Like, supposedly his daughter Janie's bedroom. Yeah. It looks a lot like what Alyssa's bedroom will look like. Yes. So he sits down, and he puts on 
what are VR goggles? Now, this is where it takes like a whole other turn. We're like, they are virtual reality ass goggles. And like, I didn't know what they were. And like, what they imply they are is insane. (laughs) Because like, it seems like he has not only every angle in the entire apartment to himself, but like, I mean, how could you even wire a place for that? It's like Black Mirror. Yeah. It's Black Mirror-esque. Yes, yes, yes. And the first time we, like, you see him behind her and you don't know what's happening. It's Alyssa's apartment and he's looking in, like, all of her places. He's seeing that she's, like, opening up a um, safety deposit box that has, like, a gun in it. Gun in it. And he's, like, registering her password. Absolutely. He sees that. He sees that she pulls out, like, a folded flag. Folded the right way, honey. God bless America. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, who died? Bitch knows how to fold a flag. Yeah. It's like, that's sad. It is like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's sad for her. because, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. When it comes in a triangle, that's sad. And then she, um, we find out, like, I wrote deep character Deval for her <laughs> because, like, yeah. we get to know, like, she has a little bit of damage in her past, which, of course, she does. Yeah. She's a comedian. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is her damage that brought her into comedy. Oh her dad died in the Gulf War. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, and the whole stalking thing that she's probably had to go through. By the way, why wouldn't she like? Is there documents of the stalking? Like, what was said? The to stalking her? They never is tell a big you. plot hole. A horrible plot hole because it's like 2019. You can like really search a number quite well, and like. Yeah, and also, like, the person... We'll we'll talk about it later, but the person who winds up stalking her, it's like... I know! It's like, she's, like, literally... I'm like, oh, did you guys meet at a stand-up night? Like, was she, like... Were you in the audience at, like, her UCB improv, like, whatever? Like, what happened? Yeah, because this bitch is not famous one bit, and... She wound up with a whole-ass stalker. She, like... And I can't even tell if the stalker is a romantic situation or an aspirational situation. I think it's almost like the darkest part is like where we'll end up is that I think it's almost a friendship situation, which is like so lifetime and so dark. Which is also hilarious because she has no female friends. So the next day, Alyssa's walking she out of her... She's been like, oh yeah, I'll have a female friend. She, she has no me. female friends. Like maybe Katie, the girl who smokes in the hallway. Yeah, Katie's characterization. Smoker for infertile smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hallmark. So the I mean, next day, Alyssa, life, she's life. walking out of her place in a little baseball tee and sh- she gets a text. It says, it's me, I-L-Y, Illy, yes. we can also say. Why are you ignoring me? I love you. We will be together soon. I promise. And these are all texts to her. So she looks around everywhere and it seems like everyone, everywhere she looks is on their phone. Which all is of- true. Yeah, but, like, also, like, it's not like the person said to her, like, nice T-shirt. Like, I can see your pink T-shirt. Like, they said nothing that implied they were anywhere near her. Or looking at her in that moment. Her, like, paranoia about this person being near her is completely unfounded. Like, this could be coming from Missouri or wherever the fuck she came from. Yep. So, anyway, she's looking all around. And then she runs into Oliver. um, And he's, like... She's like, oh, I was going to go grab some stuff at the store. Do you want to go to the store, too? He's like, yeah, I happen to know a place around here. So we see the ex- <laughs> external, like, of the farmer's market at the Grove. At the Grove. 
But then inside, it's like Trader Joe's, yeah. except Trader yeah. Joe's has been ransacked by all fresh ass produce. It was like a sprouts, was, kind of. Oh my God. I was like so horned up for produce as soon as I saw this place. Like, literally, every corner of this place, I was like, they, they have purple potatoes. Like, they have like, they have all that good shit. Like, that dinosaur kale. The kind of like that dinosaur looking, um, oh, I know cauliflower, what you're talking about. dinosaur meat. Romanesco. Yeah, I love that. Like, yeah. all that, they probably have all that good-ass produce. Pitya and all that stuff. That looks so good. Rain, I love a rainbow radish, or a watermelon oh, radish. Oh, I you, love that. A watermelon radish is one of the most beautiful things I've mm. ever seen in my whole life. I love to fuck up produce. Like, that <sighs> is a, a fan, like, yeah. I'm, do you want to, like, do a produce night? Yes. They have the best farmer's market I in Atwater it. Village. Yeah. We should do like a produce night because I absolutely love heirlooms, by the way. Me like, too. When heirlooms come out, honey, I'm out to play. Yes. And fuck what it, like Gwyneth Paltrow and her lectins or whatever. Like, what is a lectin? I don't trust goop. Yeah, I don't either. They're out for their own whatever. I would put like a jade egg in my vagina just for fun. Did I you guess. ever get your vagina steamed? No. I you mean, didn't? I heard it's not that hard. Is it hard? No, I wouldn't do it. But I'm they just put like a bowl under you. That's yeah, like you steaming hot water. Yeah, that's like going to a steam room. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, so I we've guess, done that. Yeah, we've, I guess I have got my vagina. We've steam. done that. Yeah. Okay. Really so, um, okay, outside of the Grove, he tells her he can take her on a date sometime. She's like, you know what? I'm not really dating anyone right now. And then all of a sudden, this woman pops up, and she is like. The exact opposite of Alyssa in yes. a certain way. Yes. And that she has a dark hair with mm-hmm. like that's like a full blown blowout uh-huh. with like an earring, a red lip, a mm-hmm. black tank top, and like a jean. She's like daytime chic. You know for what she reminds movie. me of kind of you know when Ursula turns into the hot one during Little Mermaid? <laughs> if that girl because she has like big eyes like that, you know, she was kind yes. of like and she's sinister like her. So she kind of was like a pretty Ursula. If you but know what they're I mean. both petite girls, and like she immediately acknowledges her as like this sort of like moment. She's like, no, 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 not this girl. Alyssa turns like turns off because she's there in her like half up, half down, like curly blonde hair moment with the baseball tee. She thinks she's getting vegetables with the guy she like innocently ran into, and now he's here. Racking up Tinder hoes he blew off at the grocery store. Her yeah. biggest nightmare. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I guess I guess that would be like really upsetting to me. I'd be like, I want to blow the- it off in the moment because I know what happens to her, but it is upsetting. I would just be like, I don't fight for men and not ever. So if like you're not gonna tell this bitch to immediately leave, if you're gonna even like have a conversation when we're hanging out. I'm gonna mit- I'm gonna let you guys talk for the rest. So like, that's I'm- what Alyssa does. She yeah. like is like bye, and she like yeah. walks away, and then she like, rolls that. her eye, and then she gets a text, and it says BTW sent you another housewarming gift. Expect it soon, my love. Heart, Illy. So then um, she looks around, and a lot of people are texting, including Oliver, who's like, "This girl's gone." Yeah. Oliver's just texting by himself. There's like a boyfriend girlfriend texting, and she's yes. like looking around, like like. I don't even know what to say. It'd be like if I thought I was about to be on To Catch a Predator and like I was just like out in public and I was like, oh, wait, for randomly, I think I'm going to be on To Catch a Predator. Like I'm just going to look around for like suspicious shit. Like she's just looking around for suspicious shit. Like I don't even know if she knows what she's looking for. She obviously doesn't. But I think she's looking for someone who's like this, right? Just like 
Right. And it's like no one is staring at you. To Krista just did like sorry, a, sorry, an intense podcast. stare with a text. <laughs> and like it's no one is going to be doing that, girl. So um, anyway, she runs into the neighbor who was arguing in the elevator with her oh, husband when she moved Katie. in. It's Katie. She's like, look, uh, so you're afraid of elevators, huh? And she's like, um, I guess so. Like, I just don't really like tight spaces. She's like, yeah, I picked that up because you're always in the stairs. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and by the way, we will never have that actual reason why. Like, you know, you're like, is that because her, like, stalker once trapped her to elevator? Right. No We're never going to find out. Taught. I also, wish I knew. There's no way also that Katie's allowed. There's no way that Katie's just smoking in the stairwell. No. Modern in, a trapped, in a trapped building like that with no exterior, no, like, breeze or anything. There's no, no way. way. They'd be allowed, you know, like, you know, Helen would be like, bitch, no. You know, like, there's cameras everywhere, as they've talked about. That would be, like, a immediate signal, like, Absolutely. in that building. It's insane to say, especially on the west side, they're so anal. Oh, completely. And then Katie has the audacity to be like, don't tell my whatever, my boyfriend. And my like, man's, like, her husband. He, because she and her no, husband are trying to conceive. So I'm that's sorry, one. But like, he knows. Like, no, no one's with someone that long. Like, you're not Carrie Bradshaw, like, sneaking cigarettes. People know. You know what I'm Do saying? Do you want to know what's so dark, though? It's like, when I talk to people and they're like, yeah, I hid from my parents for, like, 12 years that I smoked. Or they're like, oh, yeah, I hid from my man for, like, five years that I smoked on and off. And I'm like, How? And I think just some people are good liars, but like I don't. And dowsing themselves with, I mean, they like go and they like wash their hands. Like it's like a very specific routine. It's like they wash their hands, they douse their shirt, like with like um, perfume. It's a whole thing. But I'm just like, I guess it's easy to wash off relatively, like brush your teeth, like whatever. But on your clothes, though, like I, I try to do that. You know, I try to hide weed smoke from people. And at least weed smoke dissipates a little more. than If you're a part time smoker, I feel like you can get away with it. Or if you're around a lot of smoke, you can be like, I was in a place where people were smoking. I did not condone it. Yes, I just pointed. Cause I that did is not it. condone that. That is it. Yeah. Or like, yeah, just like the Uber I was in smelled. Are you there so many? Oh, you can always blame, blame it on someone. Blame yeah. it on the friend. Yeah. Like when Lindsay Lohan got pulled over with Coke in her jeans and she was like, it's these are my friend's jeans. Oh, my God. Or <laughs> That's she, my favorite story. Is, like, Is that better than I'm not I wasn't drunk on alcohol. I just had kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> and kombucha had a change. Synergy had to change its ingredients because of that. Did they? Yes. Now that forever now, Synergy will have enlightened and Who was regular. it that was pulled over in kombucha? Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay was? One of her many DUIs she blamed on kombucha. You know, it's funny because Andrew Keegan, when, you know, oh, he yes, was yes, running yes. a fake religion, uh huh. he got, his company got like a ticket because they were serving kombucha. Yeah. And they were like, it's not okay to serve this. And I was like, dog, you're really trying to go in on that religion. God bless the West Side. Anyway, <laughs> so um, we find out that Alyssa hears them fighting. She's like, I only heard the fight about the underwear. Katie's like, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, I'm really <sighs> sorry about the woman that died in your apartment before you. So we find out that, like, that was a dark death, but we don't really know what happens yet. Um, Alyssa gets inside, and she sees a bunch of flower waiting, flowers waiting for her when she gets in with a card. She has all new bedding on her oh. bed. Let's play 2413 to 2451. Just a really short little clip. Robert? How do you like the flowers? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a little freaked out. Your new mattress was delivered. I, I couldn't leave it in the lobby. It's a fire hazard. So I got rid of the old one, and I had your bed set up. The comforter and flowers were a gift from Jane and I. Yeah, listen, I'm not comfortable with this. Oh, don't worry. I would never go into your bedroom. I was telling Janie about you. She ordered the comforter for you. Said it was her favorite. And Helen made you bed. Don't you worry. Yeah, I can't accept this. I, I, I gotta go, Alyssa. No, Robert. Sorry, bye. <sighs> okay, first of all, you can't enter... I mean, what? You can't enter an apartment without someone's permission? That's illegal. That is illegal. You can tell me... I mean, literally, I have the best landlords in the whole world. And they're even like, if you want us to enter, I have to text them come to my apartment and fix this. So I they have, have learned legal, yeah. more rights that I've had from good landlords than I have from like anything else. Yeah. From like landlords being like, Oh no, it's your legal right to say I can't enter your house. Yeah. You know, like, Oh fuck. Okay. I can like hold that over tight. Also like, I can't stay. Do you like sunflowers? Sunflowers? Um, I think they're kind of big weeds. Exactly. Like I'm not like, Oh, I love a happy sunflower. No. Like, I'm not, like, an idiot. Like, I also feel that way. Like, I love Gerber daisies, but I feel the same way. Like, with daisies, it's like, okay, like, you've accepted a weed into your house. Like, I love daisies. They're cute. They're friendly. But, like, they're not. They're they're advanced weeds. I think that it must be, like, some sort of thing where it's a, it has to be a 90s callback. Like, did Judy die in the 90s? We don't. Oh, we had sunflowers in the 90s. It was very Elizabeth popular Arden to print had a whole... that on stuff. But then also, like, the 60s, like, really, like, the sunflower. I mean, the sunflower is also where sunflower seeds come from. Like it's a, And I'll eat them. Yeah, they're valuable plants. Like, oh, I yeah. Think, like, in terms of, like, herbiculture or whatever. Like, they're, like, fucking... They're big stocks. They should be, like, growing at all times. And they shouldn't be in a house, like... I just love, I mean, I love roses. I love, like, lilies, you know. I don't know. Do you I know what I'm not going to do is, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to get a sunflower. Unless it's, like, you know what? Like, I have fucking nectarines. I'm in my bikini, in the bathing suits, like, with a thing draping on me. I'm sunburnt. I'm just going to get these sunflowers at the market to go with the beach house. That's fine. I I'll get do a beach that. house. I get a beach house. Because it goes so well with blue. Yeah, Yellows or like whatever. Like it's just like an easy flower to get in the summer for sure, and it lasts. A long, sunflowers last a long time. Yeah, but I because think like dinosaur flowers. Their favorite flower is lining themselves. Yeah, they are big weeds. Yeah. Anyway, she opens up the card and it says, "You and my daughter have the same taste in florals. Welcome to the building." So, as if that's normal for like your new landlord to buy you bedding to go with your bed but he, I mean, to go with everything else he's already given you it which feels is, beyond collegiate yeah also just like as a woman you know that i just feel like you everyone should, knows you can get your own bed yeah you shouldn't accept thousands of dollars from someone like no. there's always like what this man has now given this woman is like too much i mean he's and I think that they're relying on her naivete, like, where they're like, you're kind of an idiot, you're a young girl, but, like, whatever. So, um, anyway, so the fire alarm goes off in the kitchen the next day. She hears the neighbors fighting upstairs. I don't know if it's the next day. It seems like it might have been a little bit longer, because she's kind of used to upstairs neighbors fighting. Robert comes on in. He allows himself in. He's holding a little box of, like, batteries and, like, 
fire protectors or detectors or whatever. Um, and he says he's making the rounds. Um, apparently her smoke detector works. Haha, <laughs> funny uh-huh. joke. He sees her flowers are drooping. She says that um, she's uncomfortable with people coming in and out without her approval. Yeah. Which is her legal right, first and foremost. She says, even you and Helen. He says it won't happen again. He's embarrassed. He didn't mean to offend her. She says, like, I feel she, right away she feels bad. She's a people pleaser. And she's oh, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I want to take you to lunch. Like, thanks for buying me the quilt. Okay. This is like a thing, women. I just want women to understand that if you feel something as an instinct, then you have to trust it and don't make people feel like you're weird or your feelings are invalid because that's what happens to her. She feels bad about saying her rights and then invites this one to lunch. I would feel so the same way. I'd be like so embarrassed. I'd be like, I'm not from here. Like maybe you're right. Like maybe I'm being an asshole. I don't want to be an asshole. I'm in a new city. Like you've been so nice to me. Yeah. This is one of the more believable parts of the thing, but it's like as women, I want to be like, Trust your instincts, girl. Yeah, she's... I I wish I knew, like, an age. Like, I wish I knew, like, if she was 22 or 32. Yeah, she's timeless in that way. Because she is timeless in that way, exactly. So he gives in and he says he knows a place. He tells her that um, he served in Desert Storm. So they're at, like, sandwiches now. They're eating, like, caprazies at lunch or something. And she says that um, it's crazy. Her dad served in the war as well. The waitress comes up, and we see that she's feeling a lot more comfortable now. She's like, you know what? Let's get some mimosas. And he's like, you know what? I don't really drink. He's being weird about it. And she's like, come on, come on. Get the drink. Get the drink. So then Oliver comes up, and he's like, hey, funny running into you guys. And Robert's like, oh, so crazy running into you. Take the drink. I'm going to go back to work. I have to go meet my sister. So he, like, ditches on that. And, he like, Oliver now is drinking with... um. Alyssa, but, like, that said, like, we know Robert's going to have some issues coming up, but, like, it's asking a lot of the audience to know that you can't mix psychiatric meds and alcohol, or we're missing a piece about Robert's sobriety. Yes, we are. We're, yes. I think, I think a couple of things. If he's off his meds, he can have them, but he also has a... Thing where he because he's likes drinking, his wine he drinks painting. red wine at Thanksgiving. Yes, he does. I think that maybe. Well, first of all, it was a little weird that she just ordered alcohol for like an older guy. She's like, "Oh, you were in the golf war, tight. Let's get it's fucking mimosas." Yeah, like, no like my daddy was too. Let's get, and like by the way, like I don't mean to like pervert it at all because maybe she really has been without a dad for twenty years or something, and is like, oh, like there's someone who knows what my dad went through. Maybe I can talk to him. Like at no point do we find out that this woman really has a family. Yeah. So it's like, maybe she's just about that, but it, the way that they present it in this movie and the way that they failed to follow up on it, it's very odd. It seems I just, like she's horned up. See, oh, completely. I just feel like why wouldn't she look at him and be like, what kind of drink do you want? I just don't know a lot of people. I mean, like give him a chance to say seven and seven. Also, Oliver <laughs> just keeps running into everyone all the time. If you don't think that if, if they're not trying to make Oliver illy at this point, it's like he's just always around like, oh, look, here you are now. You know, at this place. You know what right. I'm saying? So I will say that the one thing we learned during this lunch is that after um, Robert got back from the Gulf War is when he and his wife decided to settle down and have Jane. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So we have to remember Jane. She's telling Oliver that he told her about his dad. Um, she says Robert's lovely with um, without his daughter. 
Oliver says she didn't know about the daughter, but he does know that his wife left him and cleaned him out, and his sister brought him in to manage the building. So then we, okay, so then Helen, we're back at the building, and Helen, Robert's sister, who we only met briefly in, like, one of the beginning scenes. Look at this lighting on her. I know. Helen calls for Robert, and he walks in, and she's, like, got his ass, just, like, he is whipped bitch yeah like she has his balls in a cage so she's a drunk a really mean drunk yeah she's like robber (laughs) like she's really like the miss hannigan of this movie yes yes yes. like she's truly just like a fucking bad obvious drunk yeah um and he tells her you know what i was having lunch with Alyssa, and she laughs and she goes She's young enough to be your daughter. Oh, did I bruise your little feelings? So, like, we know there's something there. And then he goes, I'm going to my room. You better eat something or go to bed. The booze is getting you again. And she asks um, if she's a bad sister. And if she, if she was, if she would go to get his medications from the pharmacy. He grimaces as soon as he hears this. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I heard you didn't pick up your meds for two months. You better take those medications. Ask your ass wife. Like, that's why she left you. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, you're off your meds, Robert. Absolutely. And, and, but this also scene illuminated a whole other fact. If they are so rich to just give apartments to people... In their own huge ass building. I know. Why the hell do they live together? I know. Well, I mean, like, the implication is that, like, one of them is dependent. Like, essentially, Robert is dependent on her. Like, oh, like, he, like, can't. But, like, but. So, like, <sighs> allegedly, he, like, we'll find out later from Kate that, Katie, that he, like, his ex wife has a restraining order against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, then, like, but why couldn't he live by himself in this apartment building and have his own apartment in this building and then Helen has her own? Okay, so I think that there's probably a weird thing going on here, if I had to guess, where it's like their rent is sort of an equalizer for the building, so they probably pay very little, and that means that they can probably give several units away at a lower cost, and then they have a bunch of people in there at a higher cost. I get that. I also want to know who owns this building. Is it Nana? You know? Right. I mean, I who knows? Like, I feel like like the way that Helen comes across, she was raised by a, a rich person. Yes, but it's not like the the fact that her life is what it is now, running just being a building manager. Yeah, I mean, she's like that's why she drinks. Did I look into that too much? I think that's what that is. But also, like, that's like a that could that's a good living, like to run like you know fifty units on the west side every month. Yeah, that's a good living. Yeah, it is, especially for this place. So um, he pulls out his phone. And he sets himself up to make a call. He rocks back and forth on the bed. Yeah, that calling and rocking is never a good sign, honey. Mm-mm, honey, no. And it's Jane's voicemail message. She says, hi, Janie. It's your dad. I got all of your favorite things for you for Thanksgiving. Just so happy that you're going to spend it with us instead of your mom this year. And I have something. Or, and I have someone that I want you to meet. She's amazing. You'll love her. Can't wait. I'll miss you, babe. Love you. Bye bye. So then Helen screams from the next room. Uh, and she's like, you got to take your meds. And he's like, yes, Helen. So Robert creeps around the apartment. He quietly gets himself out of the room with his virtual reality glasses. He has uh. his VR glasses on that he uses. So like Robert independently has his own operation going on to the extent that he's created virtual reality he's glasses. He's a technical genius. He's They've a genius. never given him any sort of like heads up as that or like, warning or anything the audience has no idea 
So um, he's walking around with his gear glasses. And um, then we hear um, Alyssa. He hears Alyssa come in with Oliver at her apartment. So he's in Alyssa's apartment. Mm-hmm. And, like, basically the way that they explain this in the movie is that they'll show, like, a ghost dad version. Yeah. Where it's, like, sort of a hologram. Like, like barely, you were saying. It's, not, it's like, sometimes it takes a moment to me realize it's a hologram. They could have done more, like, it's not that opaque. It's pretty Oh, opaque. it took, like, a half an hour for me to realize the device <laughs> they were for sure using. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, wait, oh, he's for sure. Okay. Because, like, at a certain point, he'll give Helen, and no spoiler alert, he'll give Helen the glasses, and then Helen appears in the apartment, and you're like, okay, this is Black Mirror. Yeah. Like, this isn't, this is Black Mirror. Diet Black Mirror, it really is. I mean, I don't know what's more depressing, like him as a hologram or like Amy Winehouse as one. There's that. There's that. And also, did I already ask, did I say this already? Like, whose technology? Is it like Alki David's technology? I mean, I would rather see Amy Winehouse than Robert. They're making such money (laughs) off of her spirit. Who's a Robert at Coachella? fatherly obsession headlines coachella (laughs) oh my god is that our dj name okay let's think about it okay so helen comes in and she's like robert what are you doing he's like i'm not doing anything and she's like looking at his like fucking daft punk like fucking goggles like he has the whole thing on he really snapchat specs he looks like yeah he looks like he's doing a science like fiction creature okay so she's like she takes them, she puts them on, she sees that basically he's been hacking into all these apartments via his eyes. <laughs> like, which is truly a disturbing discovery, and she's furious, appropriately. I'm so glad she's upset. Because yeah. I would say, like, I did not expect that of Helen. I, she, it draws the line in the Helen sand is, of who's crazy here and who's just a mean drunk. <laughs> there's that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because, like, me, I was sitting here like, oh, well, she has no morals. Like, who would she ever be to stand up to something? Oh, Helen. She gets it. So um, let's start up when she takes off the glasses for the first time. It's 3434 to 3702. And we're also going to lose Miss Helen in this scene for good. Yeah. Well, she does it to herself. Mm. And we're going to talk about this, how not to handle someone that's going through it. Mm. You're insane. You're not just off your meds this time. You have just lost it. It's not what it looks like. It's for Alyssa's safety. Her safety? Her safety? Yes. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Helen, don't call Jane. Don't tell her. Don't call Jane? Please, I'm begging you. I'm going to call Jane. Don't do it. She she won't understand. Oh, no, no. She is going to understand, and she's going to love what I've got to say. Don't stop. Stop. No. Stop. I'm going to call Jane. Hello, Jane, this is your aunt. Stop now! Helen. Helen. Helen, get up. Helen, get up. 
you did this. I asked you nice. So, like, he definitely killed his sister, Helen, um, because she was like, so what we learn at the end of this is that she's calling the doctor, doctor. which, like, doesn't matter. Why didn't, again, why didn't she just the minute that he said, are you calling Janie? And she, like, she should have been like, no, I'm I'm not going to call Janie. Um, You know, I won't. I won't call her, but why don't you just lay down for a minute? I see that you're upset. I agree. I agree. I agree that there's a whole point in this movie about being a good trip setter. There's a whole thing in this movie about just being like, we did. Um, That's just the rational thing you should have done, and, the, and this person picks the unrational thing. I, I don't know if the Patreon episode went up of um, of uh, the bride he bought online for with me and Louis Peitzman for this podcast. It's on the pa- Patreon.com slash MMISWP. But the whole thing in that movie was like they got a crazy guy to kidnap three teenage girls and two of the teenage girls were like, I'm not going to judge anyone's fight, flight or freeze too hard. But I will say that after a certain amount of days, I expect some fight to come in. I'm going to need a little fight, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like if you've been strapped to a pole for 24 hours, what have you been thinking about? Getting the fuck out. Like, right? That is what you think about. And, like, I don't know what these girls were thinking about. Like, 17 magazine articles they read two years ago. Like, that must have been it. Because they were standing there like that. And I'm, like, sitting there being like, bitch, just, like, fucking, like, do the protocol. Like, watch one Law & Order. Like, Helen needed to watch one Law & Order. Which, by the way, alcoholics love Law & Order. Like it's, it's the thing so on between easy. like it's one and on. three a.m. Yeah, it's always on. It makes it feel like nighttime during the daytime. Okay, well, like that's perfect, yeah. right? But yeah, so I felt that whole scene was really upsetting to me. I'm sorry, Helen had to die, but take a hint, Helen. Take a goddamn hint. Like and literally, this- next time someone goes crazy on you, not to judge your fight, flight, or freeze, but like try your best. Use to your fight. brain. Or just, yeah, like, just chill on it, chill, think. Chill and think. Take your time to chill and think, but then act. Yeah. Then fight. We see Oliver, by the way, shirtless. Okay, how attracted to you, how attracted to Oliver are you? So we come back up on Alyssa and, um, what's his name? His name begins with an O. Oliver? Yeah. Alyssa and Oliver are drinking and being romantic at her place or kissing, um, but she stops him. She's like, stop, stop, stop. And he's like oh, come on, like, you're rejecting me? And it's like, all he did was touch her knee. And, like, I don't want to be, like, judge anyone's pace, but, like, they're making out, and then he just touched her knee. She's like, come on, come on, come on. 
I was so down. She was also being like kind of aggressive in the makeout. I'm not gonna like slut shame anything. I'm just gonna say that like it I don't think that it was signal. him not reading the room. Oh no 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 no! Like at first she's a little bit like, "Come on, read the room," and it's like, "Bitch, I am reading the room," and like, yeah. "Nah, dog." But like anyway, she says her piece, and he's very respectful of that, which as he should be. So um, he gets up. She gets up to get another bottle of wine. Interesting move, I thought as well, because mm-hmm. like I have been in that place. Where I've been drunk enough with the person that, like, I'm like, hey, let's, like, hang out. Like, let's chill. And then it's like, hey, let's open another bottle of wine. And it's like, dog, that's when you call your lift. Like, yeah. that's, that's a note to pass to me to be, like, malls. That's when you call your lift. Like, nothing good happens after the let's stop bottle of wine. So um, he, splits a little, he spills a little bit of red wine on his shirt. And he's like, oh, I spilled wine on my shirt. I have to take it off. So he, like, reveals his, like, rock-hard abs, whatever, Hugh Jackman, there he is. And um, she's like, oh, my God, my high school boyfriend tried that. Like, you're so silly. <laughs> so they do this, like, little bit. And he's like, she's like, get out of here, get out of here. So then um, he he actually leaves, like, right away, which makes sense. His apartment's down the hall. And he runs into Robert in the hallway, 3821 to 3846. Wow. <laughs> oh, hey, Robert. What's up? Spill wine. I know your apartment has a revolving door for women. You stay away from Alyssa. She's a good girl. What are you talking about? We're just friends. Blind. You make sure it stays that way. Where else? The other weird part about this is that, like, Robert has this, like, 50s dad mentality, but he lives in this, like, West Side key fob apartment, and it makes no sense. Like, if it was a broke-down ranch in Texas, and, like, he was acting this way, I'd be like, oh, this character makes total sense for this scene. Like, he's he's a working hard, he works hard, he's a dad, he, like, gets it done, he's protective of his daughter... But instead, we get this odd scenario in which, like, he's just a guy that lives in a fucking huge modified rental building with his sister and then treats a tenant like that? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say something which I just realized. What? I didn't see that scene in the version that I watched. What? Oh, you didn't? On the YouTube? Yeah. No. The I watched the on I watched it when it was on Lifetime and I because it was on that night and I interesting did, so because like this was a one minute and thirty one hour and thirty minute movie most are one twenty seven so that could be what it was that's so funny because I got confused because I was like looking at my notes and I was like Molly we missed the whole thing about the cat and no she still has her cat right yeah we like so I watched this on um I actually bought it on Prime for like. Three ninety nine or whatever, so Sammy could have good audio. Like I was watching it on YouTube, but I was like, "This is who knows? This could be a little bit bunk." Okay. But that's so interesting to know because, like, I do we do talk about how they change the like titles for these movies yep. sometimes to appeal, and then also, um, and I do think fatherly obsession went wide. I don't think that that's what most people call. Like, I don't think most people call it the landlord. I think most yeah. people call it fatherly obsession. Yeah which is a great name for this movie but also lifetime does um 
17 and they love 17 and pregnant. They love 17 and like on trial. They love like 17 and blah, blah, blah. They also love something obsession. Yeah. So like, I almost feel like retroactively they think of the movies that they have and they're like, okay, how can I put obsession in this? (laughs) Okay. That's so interesting. There's a later makeout scene between them too, where, is that going to be... That's going to be later on where they, like, smash after the thing. Okay, we'll find... Okay, so okay, Alyssa's okay, okay. going to bed in her room with her cat. Robert appears in the living room watching her. That's via VR glasses. Yes. The next day, we see Alyssa pulling out of the garage in her truck. We hear a voiceover. The yes. owner of the bar. It's a voicemail. Yes. And he's like, hey, we got more shifts at the bar. I'm a bartender. Quit. No, you want more minutes in stand-up. You get more money here at the bar, and we'll give you more minutes, okay? So, so this girl, this blonde girl, just gets everything falling in her lap. You want a $10,000 apartment? Well, here, honey. Well, that's really, like, stuck with me that, like, oh, like, she didn't have a job. Like, what did she come out here with? Like, because she doesn't have a family, and she... Doesn't her- she had to seem to have a stalker, and that wasn't like an arbitration sort of thing. Like that, like literally, just became like. I have something sad to say. Do you think there maybe was like a payout to her family after her dad's death? I would hope so. Maybe there was something like that. How in her much mom- is like, but like the Gulf War was twenty years ago. But maybe there was something that was put in a trust for her until she was. That could a- be. That could be. I mean, I'm looking down deep for this. I'm trying you're to make doing, this work. Yeah, you're you're being me. Like that's usually me being like, well, <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying. No, okay. that's an idea. It is a good thought because There's no other way. But yeah, I'm, I, but she gets everything else handed to her of, in this story. She does, and like also, she's not stressed. Like this is not a Never person stressed for money. No, like she also is like not like. T- stressed for time like this girl gets up every day and like does her hair and makeup before she leaves the house yeah like she's made up to go to trader joe's yeah and she just went like more mimosas everyone it's on me you know <laughs> robert is watching her in the shadows then we see a mini montage of, uh that night at the bar yeah uh drinks stand up etc robert goes into her place when she's gone he hears jody the cat the cat is like oh no and um, last because he's charmed and he sprays her perfume in the bathroom, takes it all in. So he's like really up in her like shit. Yeah. And I wonder if it was Elizabeth Arden Sunflowers. And like truly like this is where I'm at like where I'm like, yo, like. First of all, it did seem like almost like a signature scent. Like it seemed like one of those sort of like we took like seven of your flavor- favorite scents and we put them together in this this designer bottle sort yeah. of thing. Yes, yeah, true. And I was like, she would. She absolutely would. She if she was gonna splurge on one thing, this character would splurge for a signature scent. What do you think her like notes were? I think she had like patchouli and vanilla yeah. and like a little bit of citrus. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit of something like that. Yeah. What would you do? Well, I, don't what think I know what I would. Floral overtones for her. Yeah, floral overtones with her, and I could also see some grass. Uh, <laughs> grass. Oh, I hate that. But for me, honey, you I'd be like, Oprah loved grass from yes. Gap. Yes, I do. And I was, I never liked grass. And like, by the way, like that, like really hurt my feelings about Oprah. Because like you didn't when like that her. Came out because it was just like Oprah. We don't relate. Same, yeah, like on a sensual t- level, yeah. Oprah and I don't relate, and that hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. I think. I mean, I love orange blossom. I, I love Neroli. Oh no, air was the best. Air from Gap. Yeah, air was the best. <laughs> Earth. No air. air not was gonna, I mean, I'm not going to fight any of it. But yeah, okay. 
So I think she has a signature perf. And then he looks into her bedroom and he starts going through her laptop. He knows her passwords because he's watched all this yeah. on his VR goggles. Yeah, honey, which, and then like, he- can you sell them to the fucking army? Like, do, like not we- army now because Trump's in front of it, but like our army when. When Robert was in the Gulf War slash after, like this was maybe was 2017, he? so I would hope that he had that technology in 2014. Yeah, he signs into her unique space account. Y-O-U-N-I-Q-E space. I always get such a kick out of like, what are oh, you going to call? it's my favorite. It's yeah. my favorite part of like Law and Order. It's my favorite part of Lifetime movies. Yeah. It's like just like the bad Earls. Like, I already got... My face. I already yeah. got fatherlyobsession.com. Yes. Like, I'm already doing better than them. Like, bottom line. Do you think so, the unique space is... Can we talk about the fact that she has, like, instead of, like, a live, laugh, love above her bed, she ha. has brass letters that spell out ha-ha. Ha-ha. H-A-H-A. Because she's a comedian. So, like, instead of just live, laugh, love, it's, like, just the laugh part. Ha, ha. Yeah. And not LOL or something that would at least be a little, like, on the nose. But it's ha, ha. I like ha, ha better than LOL. LOL. But But I will say I don't like any of them. (laughs) Like, if she just had one letter on her wall that, like, represented her name or last name, I'd be like, okay, cool. I get but that. But ha ha, any sort of like spelling of words above a, like a room, I'm not there with Oh, that. yeah, no, I hate writing. I hate writing. Like when you go to Home Goods, like everything is. Always just, like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's dying to be spelled. Okay. <laughs> so um, he logs into her thing, blah, blah, blah. He finds her Wendy stock. Wendy Liebman's stock. Oh, he gets to see that she has a web page open. It's a real life web page of comedian Wendy Liebman. That is her is webpage. Is that what that was on there? Yeah. Wendy, I didn't see that. I missed Wed- Wendy Liebman's webpage. And it's real. And then I went to her real page and it was the same thing. Wendy that, Liebman, she runs she got paid for this stand-up night in this town. What was her, what's her night that she runs? But at Vitello's? Is that what that is? Like on a... In real life or in this movie? In, in real life. Yeah, it's at Vitello's. Okay, okay. And she's, she, by the way, she gets great comedians. Wow. She must have been a consulting producer on this. What or a wild ride. No, because I think it was because probably the writer was like, yeah, I sold a part with the stand-up comedian lead. Like, what are lines that we can give her? But I, f- yeah. Because, like, they're not jokes. And if I was a stand-up, I'd feel comfortable being like, okay, I'll lead you into some, like, if you get some charismatic person to play it. Like, yeah, I'll write a set, I'll write a set for them. And, like, that's what the character did. She's not telling any jokes. She's just leading people into areas that are, like, laughable. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know? So she's like, okay, I'll do, like, a half-baked job on the script. I'll get a shout-out. I don't have to give any of my material. None of it, Wendy honey. Liebman. Unless, what if, we had, what if we had to go see her and all her material was is give me your phone? I'd be like... Maybe she it's should do not. a follow-up podcast where you and I go get drunk and watch Wendy Liebman and do like a unpacking in the car on the way home. That's incredibly important because also the food there is great. <laughs> you do? Okay, let's do it's that. It's amazing want, Italian food. I love Italian food. Meatballs. I want chicken parm right now. Oh my God. I want cacio e pepe. I can't even say mm. it. Oh my God. Okay. So um, anyway, he touches the flag for her father in the living room. Disgusting. 
Um, finally, he looks under her bed at the safe where he she knows she he knows he, she keeps her gun there. Okay, so he unlocks it and he takes it out. He gets a grip on it and he feels what it's like to cock the handle or whatever that's called when he does when he do that like <laughs> yeah thing. Yeah. Okay. So then he looks at Jody on the counter and he goes here, kitty, kitty, and like he fucking fires the gun. It shoots a blank because like I guess it's not loaded. Loaded. But as I read on Reddit this week, my favorite website, mm-hmm. they were like things you don't always like things that you may not know that will save your life. And one was like your like a gun, any gun that you touch is always loaded. And like it's interesting because like no, that's not true. But like also ninety percent of the time it is true. Yeah. And like that's the way that you need to treat it. Yeah. Like one hundred percent of the time it's loaded. Yeah. It's wild to me. I grew up watching, like, Beverly Hills 90210, so I saw, like... What could happen? Yeah. Mikey, was that David's, uh, Silver's friend? Yeah, that's season one, honey. Yeah, and he, like, cowboy gunned himself. Yeah, oh, he cowboy terrible. gunned himself, yeah. So every, everyone, everyone I know, we all stay away from guns. <laughs> because of, yeah, we knew it was okay, the consequences early on. We saw. So, okay, so um, Alyssa gets home, and she hears weeping in the stairs. It's her neighbor, the one with the secret smoking and the husband she fights with. Let's play 2316 to 2539. Some real Kate hours. Katie? Oh, my God, oh, what's wrong? I'm fine. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'll be okay. Talk to me. <sighs> Just another fight with Adam. It's not a big deal, it's just, it's all my fault. Really dug myself into a hole. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'll be okay. How are you settling in? I'm good. Yeah. Um, I got a job, too, actually. It's great. Yeah, and everyone's been really nice here. And Robert's been really welcoming. Of course he is. Why? What do you know? I don't know. If he's being really nice to you, that's great. No, no, tell me. Robert was really close with the former tenant, Megan. Megan was severely depressed, so she really latched onto his company. The friendship seemed good for the both of them, but when she killed herself, the apartment sat empty for months before he could rent it. That's interesting. He implied that he didn't really know her. Has anyone told you that you look exactly like her? What do you mean? Call I know, and this is just a rumor, so I don't really know, but when Robert and his wife got divorced, I heard she got a restraining order, and that's why he had to move in with his sister. But divorce sucks, so... Yeah, I don't know. Robert's been a complete gentleman. I think he's just lonely. Robert's a harmless old man, but... Just establish your boundaries, you know? Yeah. Jody. Jody. This makes me sick. Like, if I came home and Wags was missing like that, I would die. 
Like, I can't even handle when he, like, doesn't tell me he's in my closet. Like, sometimes I'll be like, wax, wax, and he doesn't know that I need him to make a noise. Like, the idea of, like, cats do that. Cats will do that. Like, two, three days out on their own, Mm -hmm. doing their own shit, Mm -hmm. tomcatting around. They don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's tough as a cat lover and owner to be like, I don't know where, like, you know, like, I got to just relax during this. Like, it's a, it's a grating on your nerves every time it happens. I mean, I'd put a tile on on that thing, honey, and I would just track it. Oh, I, I want to tape a tile to my jewel. You should. Is that, like, insane? I have a tile right now on my keys. And my and I usually I usually know where my keys are, but it finds my phone for me. Yeah, I got one in my wallet. I got one in my um on my keys. I got one uh, in my purse. I oh. just throw it in the bottom of my purse. Yeah, and just then, yeah. Um, and then where are my other wallets? But like my tile. You could put a like, tile on him right now. You know, I could put a tile on him. But like, it's just it's it's just disturbing. It's a little bit rough. And then when you look at also this, okay, so like Kate. Katie, or whatever you want to call her, and Alyssa, they live in the same building, okay? Mm -hmm. And, like, she's, they're both great. Like, as far as I'd be concerned, like, these are both girls that I'd want to be friends with. Oh, totally. And they're both living in silence about being, like, low-key creeped by Robert. Yes. And then, like, finally Kate's like, let's break the seal. Like, I am a little creeped by Robert. And then, of course, like, he's hiding, whatever, fuck that. But, like, the fact that, like, you know, that is the reality is that, like, two cool girls can be, like, creeped out by the same person and no one's going to say anything because they're both trying to be cool Mm -hmm. and they're both trying not to disturb the peace Mm -hmm. or, like, just, like, live their own lives. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, they're sitting in a hallway and one's like, yeah, he's a fucking pervert and I think he killed the woman downstairs. That looks just like you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot. It's a lot. And like that is really honestly, this movie was for me like one of the truer experiences as a woman that I've lived on this network without it being like, like biographical because it was like like a little bit triggering. Well, like not even like the father stuff, like, cause I've never had someone go that far, mm-hmm. but like one, you do have like older men, I think, especially like in my situation and in Alyssa's situation where you're vulnerable, you move out here, like older men that genuinely take interest in you for one reason or other. And then other people that kind of pervert that and make it nasty, like, you don't know how to sort between the two. And the next thing you know, you're like, whoa, this like fucking 59-year-old man's being mad and appropriate with me. But who do I have to turn to to talk about this? Like, who else? Yeah. And you also might not, in, in this case, everything's tied to the landlordship or whatever, like being a participant in this living community. <laughs> but it's like fucking true. Like... They're like all they're all afraid the way that anyone else would be anytime an old ass man's in charge of like your living life, you know? Oliver at this point's afraid of him too. And Oliver was It's very me too though as well. Like it's very me too. Because they're like, you have my fucking life held over my head. Yeah. And I can't talk to anyone about this because I don't know if you did anything wrong. Yeah. And like 
I, I just like felt so rough for this. This was rough for me. Just in you. the sense that like, no. Was it triggered? No. Like, did I think like this was a fucking especially good Lifetime movie and that it tra- like like totally like got into something new? Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad you feel that way. So now it's sunrise in LA, baby. Kate is outside the building and Robert confronts her and he's mm-hmm. like, look. You need to tell Alyssa, Alyssa that she was like, everything that you said the night before, it was a fucking lie. Like, you were lying. It wasn't a big deal. You were mistaken. And she's like, I don't know. Like, why would I do that? And he's like, listen, just fucking do it. And he, yeah. like, pressures. He he literally grabs her arm and he strong arms her physically into giving in. Well, no, he's like, I'm going to tell your man about your abortion. Yeah, so then he goes there and he's basically like, I'll provide him with a file regarding Yeah, a dossier. Yeah, a dossier on her abortion. A dossier on your abortion and your fertility. And then he goes, he'll receive a comprehensive document <sighs> on you and your ability to conceive. I hope you've healed. I know. That was B. Yawned. And like that's when I kind of like got into it with Robert where I was just like, yo, Robert, like you know no bounds. Like you are literally going to get into a woman's uterus right now. Yeah. Like also, I hope you've healed. That's what does that mean? Also, like, does this like is there a greater implication in terms of like was she aborting necessarily her husband's son? How did he know about that? Obviously the VR goggles, we know that. Yeah. But then like that's He'd like watch the scariest them part. Yeah. What? He probably watched her conceive. Oh, that's terrible. You're right. Oh my god. Oh my god, and like in all one she's on the phone with her girlfriends like being like what the fuck do I do? I hope she has someone to confide in. I think she does. She's really pretty and nice. I feel like they're friends after this. Kate? Yeah, I feel. I mean, she has no oh, friends. Oh, Kate and Alyssa, yeah. yeah Kate I think Alyssa. Kate has friends now, no? I don't know, because why is no one telling her to get out of this abusive relationship? Oh, my God. You know, here's the thing. So, like, they really are, like, a couple out of suits, where it's, like, they both look like lawyers, or yeah. at the very least, lawyer's assistants. They both yeah. look like they work in Wall Street, somewhere with that, where it's, like, she's wearing a very Meghan Markle on suit sort of dress. Yeah. And she is, like, very just, like, pretty and, like, pulled together. He is very, you know, white guy in a suit, a little bit of washed up a little bit. Like, yeah. he looks like he probably goes every other day without showering yes but he's cute a little bit of a james franco moment skinny tie uh and then they you know i could see how that would end up in a fight like that seems like a hot fight you yeah. know well it ends and i'm sure how it also ends sometimes is what robert watches yeah which is sex yeah i could see a, like a hot like i never minded their fighting as much as i could have because i was like oh they're fucking hot and like i feel that's gonna end with like hooking up for them they're gonna yeah. be like so fucking happy they're gonna like bone maritally angrily they actually never made it seem like yeah they they fight but they never made it seem like there was any domestic violence between no them. not at all which like, is why was, we can say what we're saying the only fight we've ever heard as far as Alyssa's concerned is the fight about the underwear which could mean anything that was almost like mortifying when Alyssa's like the only fight I ever heard was about the underwear and we like Whose I'm trying to think of this? like Who? fights this could be about underwear, which is like your underwear is ugly. 
like throw them out yeah like or like or it has to be like to me it would be like this like her finding smell your dick situation yeah smell your dick yeah Yeah. it's a smell your dick yeah Yeah. i agree i love y'all thank you for that so um Alyssa's waving out flyers about jody being lost um olivia runs up and he's like oh i just saw olivia olivia (laughs) oliver runs up and he's like i just saw that you lost your cat don't worry. Always has, running up. Always some, you know. Yeah, he has a good feeling about it. Like, that is also very, like, psychotic villain to just anytime a person's upset to just be like, don't worry, I got you. And, like, it's not real. Like, yeah. it's never real, except with him it is in this movie. We'll find out. Yeah, it's just like, I know about your cat, but you know what will make this better? Shrimp tacos. So, <sighs> we'll wait. We have to get there first. But he apologized for being stupid at her apartment the other night. He says maybe he can help her find the cat. He has no showings today. It'll be frenzy. That's what he called it. F-R-E-N-D-S. Okay. Dash Y. Um, but she said she'll grab more flyers and meet him down there. So she walks to the second floor to her place. And Robert comes running up behind her enthusiastically. So let's play 4813 to 4947. I think this is Wendy Liebman's big scene. Hey. I saw it on YouTube. Hey, you were amazing. Have you seen my cat? No. Why? I left my balcony door open and I can't find her anywhere. Oh, no. I'm sure she'll be back. Is there anything I can do to help? Yeah, can you put this in the elevator? Yeah. Oh, here, tape. Okay. Whoop. I'll make sure the rest of the residents know. Can you let Helen know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Helen had to leave town abruptly. Is everything okay? Uh, our 92-year-old Nana fell and broke her hip. I'm so sorry. I think she'd be all right. Helen's going to stay with her for a while. But that probably means he's like you know, 60. Um, before Helen left, she bought these tickets to see this comedian, Wendy <laughs> Liebman. And, you know, she can't use them. And I thought, you know, maybe you and I could go. Wow. I, I'd love to. Thank you, but I can't. Oliver and I are going to go look for Jody. Oh, you're, you're going out with, with Oliver? We're going to go look for my cat, yeah. can't believe you're going with Oliver. He's no good. Not that it's any of your business, but he and I are just friends. He's no good. You know that. You know, I can decide what's good for me. Jeez, you're acting like my dad or something, and it's not cool. No. See you later. Sorry, Janie. Thank you so much for listening to season four of Mother May I Sleep with Podcast. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.